Hello everyone, I'm hoping that everyone's day is going really well, and welcome back to Mishnah Yomi with Aiden Adi. And today we will continue our learning of Mishnah from us, like the My Perik Dalad Mishnah Bet, through Mishnah Gimel, and let's begin with Mishnah Bet. And so the Mishnah says, If someone invites a person to join him for a feast in honor of a newly married couple, and he makes a vow that his fellow, which is the person he invited, should accept the invitation and eat by him. So what does it exactly mean when he makes this vow? When he makes this vow, the person that he's inviting, he has to accept the invitation, because if he doesn't, then he cannot have any benefit from the um from the host which is the one that's inviting him so that's the law that's one of the laws of making uh, a nether which is about and so what does mr say about this the who ain't a masro and the person and the person invited he does not trust the host regarding masros because in this case the host isn't on the earth he may nevertheless eat with him at the feast that takes place on the first Shabbos after the wedding even though he does not trust the host regarding Masros. But he may only do so provided that the host says to him the food is tithe. Because the rabbis allow the person to accept the invitation only and rely on the host's word that the food is tithe because his re- because his refusal to participate in the special feast would cause animosity between them and that would be bad for the relationship. However, at the feast that takes place on the second Shabbos after the wedding, even if the host makes a vow that the person he invited, um, he should not have any benefit from him unless he accepts his invitation. He may not eat from the food unless he separates Masros, because even even if the wedding celebration continues after the first Shabbos, the invited person's presence is not as important as the first one, and so and so um and there is no longer there's no longer concern that his refusal um, to join will lead to animosity and therefore the rabbis did not allow a person to rely on the Amma Eretz on the Amma Eretz's uh, testimony. So that concludes Mishnah Batman to Mishnah I mean, Mishnah Gimel. So here's a little intro into the Mishnah. It's about um uh, the tithing of the Mai differs in many ways from the tithing of definite Tevel. One of the differences between them is that Masarishon of Tevel must be given to a Levi, while Masarishon of the Mai does not need to be given to a Levi. Rather, the owner of the of the Demai may keep it and eat it himself. As a result, when he designates Masarishon for Demai, he need he he need only to do so verbally. He does not have to physically separate from the remainder of the produce. And also, one must also designate Master Shani from Demai. However, he need not actually separate it since he can redeem it uh, for money that he can take to Jerusalem and to pay for food that's in Jerusalem to eat it there. And also, our and our Mishnah discusses whether one must also designate Master Ani, which is the title for the poor, for Demai. Because, well, here's the thing about Master Ani. Master Ani, um, it replaces Master Shani on the third and sixth years of the seven um, year Shemitah cycle. And so, the Mishnah is going to talk about this. So Rabbi Lazar, remember Rabbi Lazar says, In Adam, sorry, he calls Shem, the Master Ani, Shell the Mai. One need not even designate by name Master Ani of the Mai. Not only is it unnecessary to separate Master Ani from the Mai produce, one need not even designate it by um, name to remove the possible table pro- prohibition. According to Rabbi Lazar, we can assume that the Amherst designates Master Ani even though he does not designate other ties. But the sages disagree. But the sages say, he must designate the Master Ani of the Mai by name in order to remove the possible table um, prohibition from the produce. Um, but he does not need to. He did, but he does not. Ne- 
but he does not um se- but but he does not need to separate it um physically from the rest of the produce since he may keep it since there um since there since there's no loss to him whatsoever the sages argue that even if Amirs are um not generally suspected of failing to separate Maserani, one um one should nevertheless de- designate a portion of his demai produce as Maserani to remove any possible tevel status and so that concludes today's mission thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day